You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV Switched at Birth After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV Switched at Birth After Show. Yeah! Hello! I feel like we should have have fireworks going on. I have popcorn. That's not fireworks, no. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Switched at Birth After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Yael Teagle. With me, of course, Melina Alves. Oh, my goodness. What an amazing episode. For those who uh, don't know sports, just like me, this is the NFL theme song, I believe. I like this. It is football-y. Which is which makes sense because of Travis, and we will get there. Before we begin, let me tell you a little bit about the epic football book. It has nothing to do with football. The Everyday Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness from Maria Menounos, our founder and and uh, and our hero here at AfterBuzz. Uh, check it out anywhere that books are sold. Find exercise tips like football. Recipes yes. like things to eat at Super Bowl parties. That's right. <laughs> this song keeps going. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Check it out. It's available everywhere you find books. It's also a New York Times bestseller. I think four time bestseller. Wow. I don't know if that's possible. That might I think be. I just made it up. That's awesome. Okay. Let's jump into the episode. Um, Cameron and Debbie, who we haven't seen most of the show, Mm-mm. most of the series, I want to say. Mm-mm. We just recently met Emmett's dad. I think like a year ago, right? Yeah. He wasn't even in season one. No, he wasn't. No. He was a, like a figment of our imagination. Right. We didn't really huh. know what happened. Um, but him and Debbie invite are having a housewarming. Mm. A party. A party. Just, you know, a housewarming. That's right. Yeah. Um, can I just ask a question? Yeah, ask <clears> away. <throat> from that scene. Mm-hmm. Which scene? Um, where Emmett is discussing, disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. yes, uh, no, because this made me feel a little disgusted. No, when he's discussing with Bay, the mm-hmm. housewarming party, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, there's this housewarming party. I kind of right. want to go, kind of don't want to go. Don't want to go. Uh, I kind of just want to blow it off. Mm-hmm. Was this the sign he did? No. Okay. Because I saw this. No, that was not the sign he did. Oh, okay. he did this, um, which is like to miss something to blow it off. To. He must have done this and yeah. when it. Oh, okay, that was not the sign. Nope. Okay. Blow it off. That was my question. All right. I feel much better now. Sign questions are always welcome here at AfterBuzz. <laughs> always. And welcome. you're like the expert. So. I'm not an expert. Just fluent. Just fluent. Well, <laughs> not an expert. Back to the house. Back to the housewarming party. Which I thought was a great idea. Which is amusing because I think, <laughs> so, Emmett didn't want to go to the housewarming party. No. Bay, of course, decides, hey, we're going to go because she hears that yes. Melody has this job interview. Yes. They might be moving to Wisconsin. And if that's the case, that means Emmett has to live with his dad. Mm-hmm. So she pressures them into going to this housewarming party. My thing is, so eventually the housewarming party is, surprise, a wedding. If Emmett hadn't gone, that right, which he didn't want to go to. Would they have still done the wedding? Yes. Yeah? Oh, of course. But his son isn't even there. I know. 
But I think their history kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I do think he would have still had the party. Right. And it would have been horrible because then I don't think Emmett would have been able to reconcile right. that yeah. relationship at all. Right. So I'm glad that he went. And actually, these surprise parties, my girlfriend had one. They're kind of popular. Mm. So it was kind of neat to see it in a TV show because they don't really address that yeah. kind of stuff. I would love to not go to those because I don't think it's fair for your guests. Oh, yeah. Um, but like I said, my girlfriend had one and half of the people loved it, half didn't because they're like, I didn't dress right. right. Like, what, what? I didn't bring a gift. Like, this is mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Um, but... I, I don't know. I was I was kind of excited that Emmett was there and he got to see it. Fantastic. And then Bay goes looking for a bathroom and that was when things got really weird. Yeah. We we will get there. In addition to Bay and Emmett coming to the housewarming surprise wedding party. That's what I'm calling it. We should just do the surprise the whole time. That's how it was. Okay. It was housewarming <laughs> surprise wedding. Um Melody and Gabe are going on their second date. And Gabe is like, hey, you know, I just want to pop in. I'll give them wine. We'll say hello. And then we can pop out and go to the museum. Yeah. And then they get stuck there. That's right. I think it was great that Cameron was trying to warn Melody. He said, look, I didn't want to ambush you. That's right. Yeah. That was great. Mm -hmm. Um, But he didn't get it out. No, of course not. Because Bay and Emmett were like, great. We made an appearance. We're leaving. Right. Which makes sense because everybody's all estranged. You Mm -hmm. go to this housewarming Mm -hmm. party. You're not expecting the surprise. Surprise! Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought that they were going to announce they were engaged. I thought so too, actually. Because that seems normal to me. But when Melody mentioned, um, oh my gosh, what's his girlfriend's name? Debbie. Debbie's boobs. When she said, did she get a boob job? Yeah, I immediately thought, oh my gosh, she must be pregnant. Oh, great. Now she's pregnant. That's great. really funny. Because why, you know, if it wasn't a boob job, mm-hmm. that's the only other reason why girls' boobs do that. Let's not talk about that. We can talk oh about it. Oh my gosh, it. I feel so shy now. We can talk. You brought it <laughs> I up. I said also, the word boobs. Okay. You've said it multiple times now. <laughs> Let's talk about boobs for a second. One of my favorite topics. Um, yeah, it was a surprise again. <laughs> baby on the way. I think, um, I don't think they were going to announce it, Right. It didn't seem like that. I think they were going to announce it. Uh, no, I guess it didn't seem like it because they no. were kind of pressured into it. Why aren't you drinking champagne? Come well, I now. guess we should tell you. Come on. I think what's interesting is that Bay found the baby room. Yes. And then Debbie said, please don't tell Emmett. Cameron wants to Awkward. tell him. Yes. And then what does Bay go and do? Immediately, Immediately goes. <laughs> like, I got to tell you something. <laughs> right I have now. to tell you. Which I love because they're teenagers. And that's mm-hmm. totally what a teenager would do. But then at the same time, how would Emmett react if he heard it and then found out that Bay, Bay knew, knew? And secrets are no good. Right. You know, um, in an adult world, I think Bay would have told uh, Debbie, uh, ooh, uh, you better tell him now or else right. I'm going to have to tell him before the day's over. That's what I thought crazy. she was going to say yeah. is I'm not going to keep the secret. You have to tell him now. Oh, yeah. But I think I, I thought that whole scene was really cute, actually, because Bay is trying to get Emmett's attention and mm-hmm. trying to tell him. And he's like, no, my dad's going to make a toast. Like right. all of a sudden it matters. Right. Because mm-hmm. the whole episode, he didn't want to go. He wanted to leave early. Then all of a sudden dad's going to make a toast and he cares to stay. I, I thought it was a little odd. I think he when he saw that they were getting married. He was thinking, like, okay, my dad's happy. You think so? Yeah. Oh, I good. think he finally was like, my dad is happy. Because up until this point, his dad's just dating people. Who knows if it's, you know, going to last forever. But this woman clearly means something to him. Well. They're getting married. Here's the only question I have mm-hmm. is, 
they they made the announcement, and then Dad Emmett decides to leave, right? Mm-hmm. And Dad goes running to Emmett and is like, "Oh, so, what did he say? I'm sorry, I'm your big mistake." Everyone, yeah, because the speech, the toast that he gave was about how right. he learned. From his mistakes with Melody. Yes. That he's really thankful for yes. her. Thanks for sticking through my yeah. mistakes. So that he could be a better person and be with Debbie. Right. But then from that moment, mm-hmm. from when he's like, oh, you know, yeah. I'm sorry I was your mistake, there was no more explanation. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, I got to stay for my dad's toast. I don't know. For no, me, the it was mistake weird. was after the, when he said, I'm sorry it was your big mistake, was after the toast. Right. After, oh, wait. It was after Debbie announced that they were having a baby. You're right. Mm-hmm. Click. Makes there you sense. go. All right, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, good. I do you think? See, here's what I'm starting to think: is she's like, four, did she say four weeks or four months? She said four months, and they're all calling it a brother. Right. Okay. Sure. So here's my question. My question is: Do you think they got married because she's pregnant? Because it seemed like it seemed very much like. A, oh, we're having a baby. We feel obligated to get married. Maybe I'm just portraying. I'm just um, ref- well projecting that. Technically, they would have gotten pregnant first, then gotten the house, right? Because they were just having the housewarming party yeah. and then getting married. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't think about that. It didn't even cross my mind because I thought they were so happily in love. Right, and then it found out that we're they've been pregnant for so long. Oh, you're right. Maybe I hope not. You know, they're of age where mm-hmm. you wouldn't need to get married. Right. So I would hope that that wouldn't be the reason, but... It may have been that they're in love. They were eventually going to get married. Turns out we're pregnant. We might as well do it now. Yeah, that's so romantic. It, I mean, <laughs> who has a surprise? Right. It's a housewarming. Because <laughs> the person who, like, yeah. that morning was like, oh, I don't feel like going. I'm really mm-hmm. tired. Work's been really stressful. Yep. That person feels like a jerk. Of course. They miss out on the wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a friend Rook. do a surprise party and I missed out. Mm. I'm sorry. I felt really guilty, but then at the same time, it's I was not like, your fault. It's kind of unfair. Yeah. Yes. I just didn't want to go to a party. Right. I would have gone to the wedding. Yeah. So I didn't think about that, but I kind of, I'm kind of agreeing with mm-hmm. you. Ugh. Well, by the end of the night, um, Melody gives Gabe another chance to give up another <gasps> second date. A root canal. Yeah. The third date. That was so adorable. <laughs> I love Gabe. Yeah. I really do. I. I was wondering what happened to him. Uh, yeah, because we haven't seen him at all mm-hmm. this season. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, second episode. Oh, today? What third. Is, whatever. Something like that. Third. You're right. Okay, yeah. Today's the third episode. Well, I mean, I thought it would have started off with him. They could have been, like, getting engaged by now. Mm-hmm. But I think <laughs> I think he's perfect for her. He looks a bit young, doesn't he? Or no? Do you feel that way? Maybe a bit. Yeah. But he's fantastic. His yeah. personality is perfect for her. She's so bubbly and flirty yeah. and she's so cute. Yeah. She's such a phenomenal actress. But um I think their their relationship I'm really hoping that this is like the one relationship that's just normal mm-hmm. throughout the entire show. Just they fall in love and they get married and everything's fantastic. Where's the where's the entertainment in that? Well, the entertainment is with Emmett. He's such a mess. Yeah. And, I mean, Melody's got enough drama. Like, can we just have one? Well, so we see that Melody's not going to take the job in Wisconsin. Yes. And she just, she tells Bay like, there's so much. What does she say? You there's... have this. <laughs> you got this. Don't cry. <laughs> um, she says, uh, there's too much for me to stay for. Yeah. See, the thing is... Mm-hmm. I thought Bay should have told Emmett that she saw the whole video conference thing. I'm and surprised she didn't. 
I mean, because she went running to tell about the baby. She's just, she's Bay, <laughs> and. So I was like, gosh, babe, now we're starting a relationship. We're keeping secrets. But then after the whole announcement with the wedding Mm -hmm. and then the baby and then Melody saying that they're going to stay, I was like, well, I guess she missed a bullet there. She dodged a bullet. Is that the term? Mm -hmm. Dodged dodged a bullet because Emmett would have just freaked out. Oh, yeah. Because he doesn't know anything else other than just freak out. And she kind of saved them from that because now it's not even an issue, mm-hmm. right? So I'm kind of glad she didn't tell him. I expected her to tell him, especially this episode alone. She went to snitch about the baby. She went to her parents about Daphne in college, which oh. we'll get to. Oh, she was a snitch this she episode. She doesn't know how to keep her mouth shut. and She, she is Latina. <laughs> <laughs> but she also <laughs> doesn't know, um, I think, how to tactfully reveal something. That's no. the other problem. Oh, sweet babe. Yeah. She's so, kind of like her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just, it surprised me that she didn't tell him earlier about the Madison thing. But I guess if she had, it would have been such a bigger uh, situation. And then that would have been a big freak out. Right. It, it, so yeah. she made the right decision. It just was surprising. The writers did fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to scare us that he's all of a sudden going to up and leave. No. Because there's no way. I mean, they've, they're finally together. They're happy. Oh, they told everyone they're dating. Yes. And I knew that that wasn't going to stay long. Like, no. Something's going to ruin it real quick. Yeah. And it's not Wisconsin, but it is something else. What? I don't know. We'll see. Oh, no. Uh, so just at the end, we have a great scene with uh, Melody and Bay, where Melody says, like, he needs both of us right now. <gasps> Which is great because if we recall when they first started dating, Melody was like, who is this hearing girl? She doesn't even sign. She signs terribly. She says dirty words instead of right ones. Yeah. And she did sign terribly. Yeah, she still does. I know. But but she's a lot better. (laughs) But she's trying. She's trying and that's what matters. And Melody and her are finally getting along. I know. And I love that. Yeah. Actually, because... (sighs) Emmett and Bay. I Mm -hmm. love them. But when... you know, know. I do. (laughs) Such a hopeless romantic. But when Emmett is talking to Bay and he's telling her, he well, first he puts his hand on her knee, mm-hmm. and then he tells her that she, he, she, what did he say? She's the best part of his every day, or she, she's what he looks forward to. She's the best part of every day. Of every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so romantic. And I thought actually he was going to propose. Like, well, since my dad proposed, right. let's yeah. do it together. But um, he didn't. However, thankfully, I think it's going to happen soon. But anyway, okay. Um, when, you know, he started telling her that, I started crying. I'm like, oh, my gosh, they're so perfect together. And then to hear Melody say that he needs the both of us, mm-hmm. and he does. He's just a baby. Have you yeah. noticed that about him? Yes. Like, yes. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. His character is amazing. He's a baby. baby. <laughs> yeah. But he's growing up. He's gathering his toys. <sighs> and he's deciding what his little brother can have. And then in the last moments, he's telling his mom, like, nope, that one's mine. Yeah. No, no, not that one. That one's mine. I know. It was, so it was cute. And then they close it with just yeah. them talking. Yeah. Which is because they haven't really had the best relationship. Right. Just because of outside forces coming in, And he's in, always I guess. pushing her away. Always. He's so angsty. He is. <laughs> um, one thing. Wait, what was I going to say? I'm not sure. You don't? I don't know. What? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to move on from this topic. Uh, The other big topic this episode, I think, which was such an interesting... Personally, I loved this so much. The discussion of um, paying for college and your identity. (sighs) What an amazing topic. So we've got um, Daphne is looking at medical schools. They're all super expensive, understandably. (laughs) Um, And 
Regina is telling her, like, well, we'll find a way. It's worth it. We'll find a way. Of course, Bay points out something that I was like, uh, hello. That, of course, the Kenishes can pay for her to go to college. They can? Of course they can. <laughs> they can pay for everyone to, <laughs> to go, go to, to college. college. Apparently. Yeah. And, um, and there's a, a big discussion. I think it was really great that Daphne, of course, wasn't going to ask. Bay, of course, was going to snitch. And Weird. the parents, of course, met Regina, Catherine, and John and talked about it. And it brought up such an interesting discussion. Regina believes wholeheartedly that if you're not struggling for something that you want, it makes you soft. And that if you are just given something, you will not appreciate it. What an amazing concept and an amazing discussion that they brought up. Because personally, my parents were just in town. And so, like, I really had an amazing time with them. was reflecting on how much I appreciate them. And so to have this episode was so amazing. Are you going to cry? I'm not going to cry. Oh, man. I might. <laughs> I know. Please. Will you calm down? I'm crying. <laughs> so let's talk about this concept. Do you think, do you think that uh, having college paid for you makes you soft or less appreciative? Yes. And I hate to say that. All right. Because here's here's where, where I take a stance. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I went to college, I'm not going to say how old I am, because mm-hmm. that doesn't matter. But when I did, had my parents paid for my college, I would have been very appreciative. Very. But times are different then, mm-hmm. than they are now. Um, I have people in my life that are younger that recently went to college and their parents did pay for it and mm-hmm. they weren't appreciative of, of it at all. They were partying all the time and every penny went towards clothes and fashion and parties. I, it was it was bizarre to watch. Mm-hmm. And then I have a little sister in Brazil who struggles for everything that she does and she pays for her own college and she's if I send her $5, she's extremely appreciative. So it's for me, I I think it does, but when I think about having my own children, there's no way I want them to struggle like I did, mm-hmm. having, you know, random jobs while going to college. I mean, it was a good experience, yeah, but, you know, paying for my own groceries, and it, I don't know if I would do that to my child, but I would hope that I would raise them to be appreciative. Mm-hmm. What are you looking, you're looking me so, into my soul. <laughs> I'm looking into your soul. I So, Daphne, who was raised by Regina, yes. raised to appreciate every Everything. moment and every penny. Yep. If she was given the opportunity yes. where someone else was paying for her college, yes. this girl who was raised right, was yes. raised to appreciate it, yep. would appreciate it. She would, I think Regina was way off base saying that she wouldn't appreciate it because that's just saying that you didn't raise your daughter well. Yeah. I yeah. was lucky enough to have college paid for, and I remember every day going to class and saying, this is why my parents are paying for it. Yeah. I am doing my hardest. I am getting an education. I'm working really hard because I know that they're paying for it and that I'm not going to let them down. Right. I personally think that getting college paid for is amazing and wonderful. Mm-hmm. It makes it so that you can focus on your education and your schooling. Yep. And I think that um, Regina you know, either needs to trust that she raised the girl that she raised mm-hmm. or nope, that's it. She needs to <laughs> understand she does. that. I agree with yeah. that. I do agree with what you're saying. And you also did not go to college this year, right? Nope. nope. We don't need to talk about when. Nope. It doesn't matter. We really don't. <laughs> you're hilarious. However, 
Um, you also went to college at a different time mm-hmm. where things were a little bit different. And I, I hate to always talk about that, but I just, I see it so much. And I hang out with these kids and I'm like, good God, you guys, some are fantastic and they're mm-hmm. raised the right way and they appreciate everything. And, and just some of, they, they just don't. And I don't think Daphne would have for a moment not, I think she would have been like you. She would have appreciated mm-hmm. every minute in that classroom and known that she was doing it for herself but also because she has people in her life that mm-hmm. love her so much that paid. I mean, that's a big penny to pay for somebody's college, yeah, especially medical school, right. pre-med and med. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I think also Bay, who is spoiled. Yes. I think that when when they pay for her school because they're going to, I think that she also will appreciate it. Yeah. She's not. The, I mean, over the last three seasons, mm-hmm. we've seen her grow as a person. She's not as spoiled as she was. Not that she ever was as spoiled as the other girls she went to school with. True. But she was a little brat. No, she was totally a brat. <laughs> I'm not saying she wasn't spoiled. I'm just saying she wasn't as spoiled. That's right. There's a there's a spectrum of spoiled. There is. Yeah. There is. I think a lot of that has to do with Regina, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, definitely. Yeah, seeing you know what her life could have been made her more appreciative for the life that she had. Mm-hmm. Um, so had Regina not been in the picture and the Kennishes paid for base school, Oh, yes. Yeah, right? Yeah, of course. And it's so sad. Mm-hmm. So where I stand on it, just to make things clear, mm-hmm. is I do think it does kind of spoil you some when you're raised that way. And unfortunately, a lot of kids, are, they just are. They're very entitled. Mm-hmm. So the things that Regina was saying, I was like, okay, right on. But when it comes to Daphne... Yeah. No way. Yeah. Of all the people, she's the perfect kid, remember? She is She is the perfect kid. Yeah. She's such a good kid. She's amazing. I know. I wish she was my daughter. <laughs> she's like 30, but that's okay. <laughs> well, so before we get the Kennishes to agree, well, before we accept their offer, uh, Daphne is looking at scholarships. And, of course, she's looking at deaf scholarships, which is wonderful. Okay. She's also looking at, because her mother points out, a Latina scholarship. So let's talk about identity for a second. Um, so Daphne was raised Latina. She was raised in that culture. That was how she was raised. And Cherie points out, like, no one sees you as Latina. She was really blunt. She was, and it needed to be said, because when Daphne goes into that interview, she sees what the situation is. Right. And I think what was really interesting is when she comes out of that interview and she's talking to her mom and she's explaining why she withdrew it's as though Regina isn't looking at it um, in, like, terms of what it is. It's a scholarship for Latina girls who have gone through something. Right. They pick and someone, all scholarships will pick someone who has a story that makes it worth it for them to give them the money. Mm-hmm. And although Daphne has a fascinating story, it's not about her being Latina. And that's not what that scholarship is for. I disagree. Okay. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we actually were on the same page. <laughs> I was so excited for you to disagree. I wish I could, but no, I don't. Because I, I go back to even thinking um, parents who adopt children from different countries, mm-hmm. they, you know, um, they don't get to apply for certain scholarships. But here's, yeah, they, they just don't. They, mm-hmm. they don't get to apply for certain scholarships. And I don't think, I think it was amazing that Daphne went mm-hmm. and it would have been cool if she would have gotten it because I think, oh, that's great. But she did she not for not for the sake of being Latina, for the sake of being raised by Latin, Latino parents. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Latino parents. Yeah. Latino parents. And um, 
living in that culture, if there was a scholarship for that, maybe more of like a heritage pride mm-hmm. or, you know, something like yeah. that. Not so much where it's based on your ethnicity. Right. I think she would have won it hands down and deserved to. But she's not Latina. She is, but she isn't. I think she, yeah, she is. But for this scholarship, she's, she's not, not qualified for it. And I think that's a really interesting discussion about what the scholarship system is. And I mm-hmm. think that's something that people should look into. Yeah. I think she shouldn't have withdrawn, but she wasn't going to win. Like, that was obvious. Right. Um, and I think she has a better chance at other scholarships. Right. I was actually happy that she withdrew. Because it just showed that she understood. Mm-hmm. Because she's been discriminated for being deaf. Right. So she understood that these young girls were being discriminated for being Latina. Mm-hmm. So withdrawing, I don't think, was kind of... At first, I was like, oh, that was kind of a bratty move. But then I thought about it. I said, no, no, no. She she just got it. She understood that, one, she's not going to win. Right. And, two, this wasn't for her. Mm-hmm. And even from the beginning, she was a little yeah. hesitant, but for the wrong reasons, I think. And by the time the interview was over, she really understood why she mm-hmm. didn't qualify. Yeah. And I mean, Bay also wouldn't qualify. Wait, what? Bay. I think Bay would also not win. Because Bay lived a privileged lifestyle. Oh, oh yes. I'm because saying, of her lifestyle. Yeah, I'm saying that neither one of them would win this Latina scholarship because Put them that's together. not what it was. Yeah, Ooh. of course. <laughs> if only they were one person. If only. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because she did l- lead a very privileged life. Mm-hmm. Um, no, she wouldn't win. But she's Latina, so yeah. It's not. They don't just give it to no. anyone who's Latina. No, but Your I story. think I think the whole discussion of what makes you Latina, mm-hmm. what makes you your ethnicity, your culture—that mm-hmm. is such an interesting conversation that should continue and can continue on iTunes. Ooh, Ooh that's right. <laughs> we are on iTunes. For those of you who are listening on iTunes, thank you. For those of you watching on YouTube, thank you. Uh, or streaming live on AfterBuzz TV, also thank you. Um, we just want to talk to you about iTunes a little bit. If you are watching and listening and enjoying this podcast, because we are, as you know, we are huge Switch to Birth fans, um, you can rate and review the show on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating if you love us. Give us a four-star rating if you don't. Uh, write a review, a comment, letting us know what we can do better. We will check those and try to give shout-outs to anyone who uh, writes. Yeah. We also, I know I've had conversations with a few of you on uh, the YouTubes, uh, your you. comments about our first show, we were talking about condoms. That was a great conversation. It continued on YouTube. <laughs> uh, so please let us know how we're doing. It also helps the AfterBuzz team and Maria know how we're doing That's so right. that we can keep doing this because we love this. Yes. We do love this. We do love this. So rate, review, comment. You know what to do. Uh, let's move on to Catherine and Sarah Lazaro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they go and have a meeting, which Catherine sets up. And they spend three and a half hours talking, and then they get drunk. Mm-hmm. So Catherine and Sarah discuss how Catherine is working on the book, and she wants to rewrite it. Mm-hmm. But her, oh, she said what the woman does, her manager, her publisher. Yes. That person. Oh, we totally missed the ball on that. So she is says. In my notes? Nope. Yeah. So she says, like, she wants to rewrite the character of Tara Mazzaro. <laughs> And um, and that they said no. And Sarah points out, like, you were the writer. Yes, it's your first uh, book and your yes. or your second book. Yes, you're new and you want them to uh, to keep. You're just thankful that they're going to publish you. Yeah. So you have the power. Argue it. And then 
They go and have this phone call where Catherine calls her uh, publisher and says, I'm writing the book the way I want to. It's my book. I'm the writer. And Sarah is there egging her on. Did you think she was trying to sabotage her book? At first, yes. Right? I did. I really did. I'm like, Catherine, be a little smarter, mm-hmm. will you? And then especially when, you know, she's telling her what to say. Yep. And then all of a sudden Catherine says, um, and if you think you can find another baseball Ball wife. wife mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, Sarah is standing there going, no, 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 yep. no. And then I go, oh. Oh, she's oh, being genuine. Really? Is she drunk? <laughs> yeah. Turns out Sarah is not as evil as we thought. Uh She's not as evil as we thought. We thought she was worse, or at least I did. Um, Because then Catherine asks the question that we've all been waiting for. Mm -hmm. Did Sarah and John sleep together? Hold on. Yes. You being a wife, Mm -hmm. let's just say you're a wife. All right, let's say. And you're talking to this woman who potentially maybe slept with your husband. Mm -hmm. Are you really going to believe any word that comes out of her mouth? After After the situation that they had had? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. It would have taken a lot more for me. I didn't buy it. I don't know. I think Catherine trusts her husband, knows that she believes that he didn't do it, and just wanted to hear it from someone else. That's what I think. And the way, the story that she told about how Sarah had just broken up with her boyfriend... And that she came on to John, which I believe. I believe, too. Everyone believes that. No one doubts that Sarah (laughs) came on to John. And then John sent her a piece of chocolate cake with a note Mm -hmm. that said, it's early in the game. It'll get better. Which sounds like John. You don't think it sounds like John? That was a great sound. (laughs) Um, I thought that was extremely sweet and romantic and that doesn't sound like John. I think he used to be. Oh, you think so? I think he used I don't, to be. They don't really talk about that too much. Right. I wish they would because the John, my opinion of John, he's mm. this stuffy, really stuck up, rich snob that I just, I just don't like him. Okay. At all. And so when I. Wait, wait we're just clarifying that we're not saying this about D.W. Moffat, who is wonderful and, and wonderful. And lovely to look at. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I just wanted <laughs> to make sure we're talking hilarious. about John and not D.W. Moffat, who is more than welcome to come on the show anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> um, <laughs> so when I heard that, I thought, oh, oh, this doesn't sound like him. But it was back. You're right. It was back in the day when people were young, fun, and. Like still, you know, yeah, hopelessly romantic. Head of course. Over heels. And he was in love with his wife at yeah. that time. So now I fear, hearing you talk about it, I fear um, that after her drunken, because Catherine returns home and she's clearly drunk and flirtatious with John, mm-hmm. tells him how much he lo- she loves him. Yes. I'm afraid that the next day she's going to say something about, like, oh, that was really sweet of you mm-hmm. to write this. And he's going to be like, uh, yeah. And it's going to be revealed that he cheats cheated now you made me super nervous yeah that's exactly what i think happened and i actually thought it was going to happen tonight mm-hmm. when he's like oh you talked for three because his response wasn't like it wasn't positive right it was very uh curious and a little reserved and mm-hmm. i was watching him mm, there's something else going on there and then when she said um you're such a good man i thought she was gonna say right the cake, and he was going to say, what cake? Or, oh, yeah, okay. Right. Just like how you said it. Mm-hmm. Actually, when she turned around and started going away, I thought he was going to turn around and text her 
and be like, what exactly did you say to my wife? Uh, and he didn't. Oh, that would have been so good. So we are apparently super uh, suspicious over yes. here. Um, I want to know what, if people are suspicious. Yeah, I want to know. Do we stand alone yeah. in crazy? I want to know how the fans uh, feel about this. Are we crazy? I mean, yes, but, but are we crazy about yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Right, we meant specifically about yeah, this. Yeah, just specifically about this. Because we know guys. we're crazy. Yeah, we already know. <laughs> um, so real quick, I want to talk about Travis and Mary Beth. Because they are so cute. They make me so happy. They do, too. So Travis is at work, and he's having a terrible day. Mary Beth shows up and is like, what's up? I thought you and your brother were hanging out, going to a game. And, of course, his brother, um, you know, couldn't even do this one favor for him. I feel so bad for Travis One favor. So Mary Beth decides, I'm going to take you out. We're going to get your mind off this. And what does she do? She is amazing and knows how to use Twitter properly. Yes. And finds out the that Derek Coleman, the NFL player, the first uh, professional deaf NFL player, is going to be at Travis's favorite barbecue place that evening. And so she takes Travis to meet him there. And the thing that is so adorable about this is that not only does Derek Coleman actually exist. Yes. He is a real NFL player. I had to look this up. And that is football. Yes. American football. I'm saying this because I don't know these things. So that's very <laughs> exciting to me. Um, so they go and they start eating. And of course, Mary Beth, you know, loves Travis and wants to get to know him better and starts talking about family. Mm-hmm. And Travis, as we know from the beginning, does not have a supportive family. They don't speak ASL. They don't you know, really understand deaf culture or how to, you know, interact with him. Yeah. And it really pushes his buttons. Mm-hmm. I think it was a really touching moment between the two of them. I was so worried they were going to break up. And I think the the way that they concluded that conversation where they decided no more talking about Travis's family. He'll bring it up when he wants to. We're not going to push it. But that Mary Beth needs to talk about her brother. Yeah. I was actually very, very happy to see Mary Beth not back down mm-hmm. so quickly because you, you just see that in TV. Yeah. Girls just back down. And she didn't. She got up to go to the bathroom. And he's like, well, wait, 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 where are you going? And she tells him, the yeah. restroom. And when she comes back, I, I thought it was beautiful, too, that we all know, and she knows, too, that obviously things aren't good with his family, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want to talk about it, which he needs to. He can't keep that all bottled up forever, but he'll... He doesn't he, want to. He'll he get to it. He doesn't want to. Yeah, he'll get to it when he's ready. Um, I think once he realizes that Mary Beth really is his safe place, maybe he'll be able to open up more. But anyway, um, I thought it was beautiful that she said, uh, even though it makes her a little sad, she'd rather talk about him and feel sad than not talk about him at all. Yeah. And I think... I'm really hoping that that encouraged a lot of people mm-hmm. who have loved and lost. Um, I really hope it did because it it inspired me. And I started bawling like a big old girl again. I just love this show. It's great. <sighs> it's so great. But it was a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. And um, and then when they left, I, I don't know. Do you want to talk about it? Let's talk about okay. it. All of a sudden, who walks in? The man we've been waiting for, Derek Coleman, the real Derek Coleman, a real person, um, walks in, and the look on Travis's face, he was just so happy. He was so excited, and he told him, go hot or go home. Go hot or go home. Um, I did love that scene, and I bought it, which is funny, because usually when you're watching TV, it's like, oh, it's acting. Mm -hmm. I actually bought that, and I'm... I would love, maybe I'll Google it later to see if he really was maybe like a childhood 
something of Travis's Maybe. in real life because it was so genuine. And when he like grabbed him and hugged him, mm-hmm. when Travis uh, hugged Derek, it was just I, that's when I started crying. And <laughs> yeah, he asked him what is what's good to eat here, and he told him the atomic hot wings or whatever yeah. it was called, and go hot or go home. My question is, Derek doesn't sign. No. Do, do you know why? Did it come up um, when you were Googling? I read that he uh, went deaf at three and that he started working on um, learning to speak from then on. And so he's... Oh, wow. Yeah, he doesn't sign. That's interesting. Yeah. That's different, but I like it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was watching it. I was a little confused. Like, why is he not signing? Not everyone signs. Not everyone signs. That's yeah. true. Um, but it was fantastic. And Travis doesn't have role models in his family, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, Derek really fills in the space of mom, dad, brother. Yeah. And he just had this moment of talking to him. Now, one thing, um, I was a little confused. Derek said, I hope to see you at the game tomorrow. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. He said, I hope you watch the game. Oh, watch the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I misunderstood that. I thought he said, see you at the game. And I said, wait, aren't you going to I totally thought he tickets? was going to pull out tickets. Yeah. No, apparently the show is not like that. Oh, man. Nope. That would have been too, like, family friendly. Right. It was too much. Too exciting. Too exciting. But just fantastic moment mm-hmm. anyway. I yeah. was very happy for It Travis. was a great great scene. I love seeing more of Mary Beth. She's one of my favorite characters and I wish we saw more of her. Why is she your favorite character? I think she is underrated. I think she came in as a super like side character and I think it's really great. I think mm-hmm. it's also really wonderful that we have a uh, plus size character on a show. Mm-hmm. I also love that we have a plus size character with an attractive boyfriend because that's not something that always happens. Nope. Um, I think that's a really wonderful thing. Yes. And I think she's a fantastic little actress. She's also an amazing And actress. I think that's why she stuck around so long. They're yeah. like, who? who is this girl? Mm-hmm. She's, she is fantastic. She's Everything great. she says is so truthful mm-hmm. that I, I believe every word, even yeah. though she's living in a imaginary circumstance. Right. I think it's just fantastic. Yeah. She's wonderful. Let's have her on. We should try. Okay. Mary Beth is welcome here. Um, I think it's time for some news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. So as for news, we uh, here at After Buzz Switch to Birth After Show are having a giveaway for those who are just joining us uh, this episode. Yeah. yeah. Get excited. We are giving away this amazing ABC Family fan. It has uh, Switched at Birth, The Fosters, Pretty Little Liars, Chasing Life, Young and Hungry Mystery Girls all over it. New summer series. Um, we're giving away this. We're giving away a deck of Switched at Birth ASL alphabet cards. Yes. So you can learn the ASL alphabet. And the big prize. <sighs> Catherine Kennish's oh. first book. That's right. ABC Family <laughs> printed a book that That's was right. written by Catherine Kenneth. Catherine Kennish explaining the Switched at Birth, the true story of a mother's journey. It's actually... Like the book that she wrote in the story. In the show. In the show. That's Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Very I love exciting. that they did that. Yeah. That is so, so neat. So we're doing this giveaway. Um, there are a few rules that you need to know. Mm. Um, the rules are that you need to follow both of us on Twitter. We will give you that Twitter handle yes. soon. Um, you also need to follow both of us on Instagram. What we're looking for is someone to Instagram a photo with a caption explaining why you love Switched at Birth using the hashtag ABTVSAB. After Buzz TV, Switched at Birth. Um, you can only submit once. You have till the season finale. No videos, just pictures. Um, I have on Instagram all the instructions uh, written out. You can check that out. We'll pick a winner and announce them on the air. I think now we should go into 
predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. All right, Melina, what are you thinking? Well, I think I was right. <laughs> you want to be more specific? No, not really. Let's okay. just keep it pretty All right. general. No, when I said that uh, little Rodrina was going to shoot somebody, shoot somebody. Yep. <laughs> and it looks like she does for next week. Yeah. So I'm very excited. I mean, I'm not excited that somebody got shot. Right. I'm just excited that I was right. Um, I think that um, Bemet. I think there might be something happening there soon. You don't think so? In a negative or in a positive? Um, what does that mean? Ooh, positive, negative. Maybe a marriage. Oh, you think that he's going to propose? a bun in the oven. Yeah, uh, I think a marriage. Well, obviously not bun because we know Bay yeah. knows how to handle that. Yeah. Um, Bay knows how to find a clinic. She sure does. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking like a wedding, but I'm thinking more of like an elope. Like, a, mm, we didn't invite people. Guess what, guys? We're right. married. You don't think so? Like a Toby, uh, what's yeah. her name, did? Yeah. Okay. No? Sure. I don't know. These are my predictions. Those are your predictions. I'm don't not going to argue. take them from me. I'm not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that maybe something there is going to happen. Um, I'm bummed that Bay's ex just disappeared. He's gone. I guess he's not going to fight tank. anybody. Yep. Yeah. Told tank. you. Yeah, you were right. I was right. I know. <laughs> About this. Yes. Um, and... So I think that that's going to happen. Um, I do think that John cheated on Catherine. Okay. I really do. And um, I think that was a very sweet story that was told about the the chocolate cake and the note. Um, I'm not buying that. Okay. So we shall see. I, th- I really do think something big is going to develop there. Interesting. I have a really quick question there. Yeah. Last week, did it not show that for this week uh, Daphne wanted to change her last name? They misled us. Okay. Uh, they said it was the scene where um, after she comes back from the uh, scholarship meeting and That's she says, right. I'm a Kenish by blood. And her mom says, oh, you're a Kenish now. They misled us about the names. Okay. Yeah. Wah, really wah. misleading promo. Yeah. Uh, uh, my predictions. I think, um, ooh, I don't know. I think we're going to get, I think we're going to, it's going to sadly be revealed that John cheated. I'm really sad about that. Um, I think we're back to the West East Riverside storyline. Oh, that's right. And I think um, Angelo is going to be super jealous because he seems like the super jealous type. Where was he today? He was not around. Okay. Um, He wasn't important. (laughs) And um, I think Wes might make a move on Regina. I think, unfortunately, because we saw in the promo that it's possible that she shoots someone. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I think it's going to be Emmett. I think she's going to accidentally shoot Emmett. Okay, do you understand that I will not be able to do the show? I don't think he's going to die. I just think she's going to shoot him. If anything <laughs> happens to Emmett, I don't... Really? Yes, he, that's my decision. Why Emmett, though? Why Emmett? I have my theories. I'm not going to reveal them. <gasps> you better tell me after the show. But I, I need think, to know. I think it's going to be Emmett. We'll see oh, uh, next mercy. week. So, Melina, tell us where we can find you online. You can find me at Melina TV on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you got to make sure that you're following all those to enter the contest. That's right. You better follow me. Awesome. You can find me online at yell.tv. There you can find information about the beautiful styling from Siren's Boudoir. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram for the contest uh, at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And we will see you next week. 
Yes, we will. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.